0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Word of Voice podcast. Today, we have our last dance haikus, as well as breaking down the last dance recap. Uh, We're joined by Zach Berman, writer for The Athletic. We break down the draft and uh, more Eagles moves for this season. And then we finish with Jason's life advice. All right, let's get into it. All right, it's Tuesday, April twenty-first, and everybody's recapping the MJ documentary. You've seen all the content. We're not going to do that for you. Instead, we're going to give you poems. We're going to give haikus about the uh, about the MJ documentary. Five seven five, like they taught you in uh, in, in language arts class. Um, you know what? PJ, start with your haiku. All right,
1: here's my haiku. First one of the show. A little nervous. Make sure you check out my 575. Make sure you know it is 575. <laughs> there we go. Jerry Krause slander. Michael Jordan did cocaine. Pippin got bitch slapped. That's my three takeaways.
0: Pippin did get bitch slapped. He did get, he did get bitch slapped. <laughs> he got bitch slapped. And Jordan cocaine, a happened. legend. But definitely happened. Definitely happened. That's What a legend! I'll go next. All right, everybody hates Jerry Krause's rat midget ass. Fuck you, Jerry Krause. You went angry. You went with an angry. I, went, I did go angry. He he pissed me off. I think he's a, I think he's an asshole. All right. I mean, God. you to your, soul is is your opinion.
2: <laughs> allegedly, he just, yeah. he's dead. He's dead. Allegedly, not, dead.
1: Not, yeah,
2: not
0: allegedly. I'm just throwing more dirt on him. It's okay. okay.
2: All right, I got basketball was great. <laughs> now it is not as cool.
0: Pippin is my boy.
2: I'm not a very good poem writer. Did if you or
0: your ten-year-old nephew write that one?
2: Uh, I don't have a nephew. Well, I, yeah, I guess I technically have a nephew, but I don't count him as a kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's let me go ahead and say something. Haikus and poetry, not this guy's strong point. Even though this was my idea, I kind of regret it. And we have five more weeks of this to go, so <laughs> we'll get there.
0: Yeah. By by the tenth week or by the fifth week you're gonna be like
2: I, I might see. just I might just morph mine into being like the first five syllables being about the like documentary and then the next seven plus five being about whatever I
0: want to talk about. I, I need football. Yeah. I am excited for draft.
2: Yeah. Islanders would have won the Stanley Cup. That boom. Yeah. That's a good line. Now, now, real quick, I know we like the haikus,
1: but like there are other types of poems.
2: We could do other types We could, poems. Do. We could do poems. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, like, like a slam song? poem? Slam poem next week. Ooh. Yeah, right. slam poem next week. We'll do like, slam poetry. Like in 22 yeah. Jump Street? Yeah. Anything can be a slam poem
0: if you talk like this. Yeah, I think you get to, like, clap a little bit, maybe stomp a little bit, too.
2: Mm.
1: All right, I'm going to have to watch some videos, but I, yeah. I came up with the idea that more poems, it's my fault, you know, if Def I'm bad Jam. at slam
0: poetry. Watch okay. Def Jam slam poetry. I don't know what that is. It's on HBO back in the day. Oh, I also have winners and losers. We're doing winners and losers of the mm-hmm. documentary. Pick a couple. Um, Scottie, Phil, Michael Jackson. I know what you want to say about Michael Scottie. Jackson. Phil Jackson. You, you said, said Michael Jackson. Oh, Michael Jackson. It's <laughs> funny Jackson. how
1: that works. Like you did Reggie White last week. You know Michael yeah, Jordan, and Phil Jackson. Jackson. You combine yeah. them, you get someone famous like Michael Jackson.
0: That'd be a really, really good dancing coach. Um, they run the triangle. Um. I don't care what anyone says about Scotty. He made $110 million in his lifetime. He got paid out. I'm not crying about Scotty. Pippen signing a seven year, $18 million deal. Uh,
1: he got paid. He has got bitch slapped. That's just. He got he got bit, I, yeah,
2: he's a loser. He lost. He, he got lost. bitch slapped. He got, he got haste. In this episode, he's not a winner. These
1: in killers, episode one, yeah, in episode he got one. got bitch
0: slapped.
1: Was that episode two?
0: I kind of combined them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that's you know, total, I agree.
0: I think that, yeah, I think total, total, he, he did. I mean, he was a six-one equipment manager and became a Hall of Fame six-time champion. So, I think he won.
2: Charles yeah. Oakley bitch slapped his ass. Charles Oakley yeah. did. bitch yeah. Bill Clinton scouted him.
0: And when they Ooh. called him, yeah. Oh, Ooh, wait, wait. Yeah, okay, I'm back on winner. I'm back on winner. Call him Bill Scott Pippen. Scott Pippen, baby. It was yeah, Mike Jordan, draft. too. Mike Jordan, yeah. Hey, they got this guy in New York or in uh, North Carolina called... Mike Jordan. Like next is going to be Denny Rodman. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Roy Williams is really. He was really good.
2: Yeah, Roy no, he was, was really, really good. good. Freaking, freaking. I liked Roy Williams. Yeah, I
0: still I, like Roy Williams. Um, he he hats. That's a winner. Kangol hats. Kangol hats. Okay. No, I mean, no. I'm, okay. Not, I'm not wearing one. I might show up with a Kangol hat in the next podcast. You should have a Kangol hat. I, you could pull off a Kangol. Thanks, man. But From, not a Scally cap. I could probably pull off a Scally cap. Yeah, you got the yeah. Irish face for it.
2: I'm German, thanks.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, gross spurts. Huge, 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 huge documentary for Grossberts. No opinion, never had one. Yeah. Um, so as a guy who had Downstairs. Commercial- I had a growth spurt. I understand. Uh, Dennis Rodman grew 14 inches in, through high school to college. Um, like I right. said, Scottie Pippen grew 7 inches in college, and then MJ uh, became 6'3 when he was originally 5'8 from sophomore to junior year of high school, which is... If you put those all together, that's pretty insane.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's like... That, like 30 inches of growth spurt over three people?
2: Yeah. It's one inches. yard of person. It's
0: one yard of... Wow. Damn. Almost so that's, I mean, pages, but I, some of us would just say we peaked early. We are Grossbird peaked early. And that's why we're not in the NBA. Well um,
1: mm-hmm. I've often said to Speak my friends. They laughed at me. I've often said if I was six five, I'd be in the NBA.
0: You think you got game? Like I don't that? think.
1: All right. One day, one day we're all outside, we'll yeah. we'll we'll figure it out.
0: We'll film that one. I'll take you down to the post.
2: All right. I found out I could shoot left handed like years ago and then I realized I should be shooting left handed in general.
0: Oh, that's oh. actually funny you said that, because I found out that I shoot better left-handed with a hockey stick than I do right-handed, which I'm predominantly right-handed. That's interesting. I am I write left-handed. I'm a weird guy. I don't know. Move on. All right. um,
2: losers, Jerry Krause and LeBron. You're going to give LeBron a loss? Yeah. That's an unsolicited shot, at LeBron. Jerry Cross lost. LeBron and yeah, the Yeah, Jerry Cross team. lost. Ooh, you don't know, know where Jerry Cross lost when, like, Jordan was like, "Well, are those uh, growth pills make you stronger? You take diet pills.
0: Yeah, exactly. like, hey, it's right there. Come shoot with us? You want us to lower the rim for you? It's yeah. Like, Jesus. Does, it, does Michael Jordan really have to be that big of an asshole to the little guy? Leave him alone. I don't think he just he, – he, he cruised on one, uh, one mood and one mood only, and that was – he wanted to let anybody know. He let the yeah. janitor know, probably if the if the floors weren't swept well. Clean your shit up. Yeah, probably these Sucks. these tucks, dusty ass floors you're you're sweeping over here. So. Don't use that pledge again. And LeBron, yeah, LeBron. Uh, I think I think the LeBron stands will never admit it. I think they took a seat back to, yeah. last night. Yeah. I
1: don't
2: think LeBron stands won. i Am not gonna say yeah. LeBron won? But... What was the LeBron? There was a LeBron documentary already, isn't there? About the high school. Yeah. About the high school one that was really, oh. really good. Yo, LeBron's high school documentary, all time preview. Like all time preview.
0: Yeah, the trailer, yeah. unreal. Well, that was the uh that was the Drake, Eminem, Kanye West. Yeah, uh,
1: forever. Yeah. yeah, but it was the, unreal. The Twitter game last night, if we're in, like winner, the Twitter between Jordan and LeBron last night with those the two stands going at each other was very entertaining.
2: You Remember? want to lose her? you want a loser? PJ's phone, because he's in a group chat just debating Jordan
0: versus yeah. LeBron for the we last had a two
1: hour, hour discussion yep. this morning. It's
0: gonna everyone's going at it now. Everyone feels like they gotta say. That's uh, craziness. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't I couldn't debate I don't think I could debate LeBron Jordan for more than like five minutes. The only the only
2: the only athlete you could ever get me to sit here and debate is Schmidt versus Rollins.
0: As great as time?
2: it's a debate no one wants to have, but I will gladly have it. I'm not even a Phillies
0: fan, but I want to have that debate. As great as Philly? Yeah. I'll take Schmidt. Uh, Everyone would. You can debate Jack Fritz next time he comes on. Perfect. Um, all right. Before we get into our interview with Zach Berman, let's talk a little draft Thursday night Mm -hmm. NFL draft live from Let's uh, Roger Goodell's basement. Everyone's basement. Everyone. I guess. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know if you saw the Diana Rossini tweets today. All hell was breaking loose for the first couple picks.
2: Oh yeah, the Bengals. Yeah, the first pick was wrong. I can't was- wait till the Bengals, like, accidentally pick, like, Shea Patterson or something. They're like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. They wind up with some loser who sucked at Michigan. John uh, O'Corn.
0: There was 32 GMs on at one time, mm-hmm. and they all forgot to mute their phones. Can we talk about Zoom real fast? Yeah. Just real fast. I know we're not
2: supposed to do these side tangents anymore. I had to do, like, a virtual memorial funeral. Mm-hmm. No one knows how to mute themselves. Oh, no. It's, uh, come on. Uh, one piece of etiquette. You should come on to a Zoom call muted. Mm-hmm. Do you have conference calls at work? I do. Oh, well, I'm you wear a suit? I'm a big muted out. Well, no, I didn't wear a suit. I just didn't you turn my camera su- on. It was
0: a funeral. I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh, I, I, assumed, I assumed you wore a suit. Yeah. yeah. Were you even like, on camera or did you turn it off? Nope. I just turned it off. Oh, okay. I think that's smart. I think, I mean. I, yeah. I, yeah. That's what
1: I do for my class every day. I I've seen can't. my face in three months.
0: I'm
2: too close to the person to like talk about this in depth. But like, well, on yeah. camera, I'll give you the trust tree, talk about it.
0: Okay. But yeah, I mean, I think yeah. If, yeah. If, you're, if you're in corporate, well, so every, every month we have a HR call, just the whole overarching um, business. And it's like 300 people on the call. Nobody has any idea how to mute themselves. It's Ridiculous. Like I, I, you hear? I think someone burped the other day on the last call. There was dogs barking in the back. Now it's like, oh, hell breaking loose because everyone's working from home. If if the quarantine
2: can do anything, hopefully it teaches us all how to mute our phones, Zooms, Skypes, and Team calls. That's true. I think people are getting better at it. So thank yeah. you, quarantine. Yes, that's what. Hey, COVID had one win.
0: Yeah, and learning Everybody's... how to mute ourselves. All right. So I want to get into a little draft. I think you know we we. We dove in a lot more on the where are the Eagles going, what's the draft outlook look like from an NFL perspective with Zach Berman. Now we're going to shift over to more of the gambling side because there's actually a lot of value on Fandle I'm looking at. So if anyone's like, oh, I don't see that, it's on Fandle. So just check Fandle. Um, first question I got for you guys. Tua, top five. Top five. Yeah. Picks.
2: So hold on, I'm gonna I, I have these up too, because there's a little peek behind the curtain. I may have a gambling addiction. Like this, this quarantine is really good for my bank account. I mean, Kyle, before before the bank account, I was telling you my super system of college basketball betting where I was taking fourteen team
0: parlays. Yeah, and winning and winning. Oh, was it like 360 m above or something like that? Or oh, no, above? no, no, no.
2: It was – you couldn't take anything. If you take minus 460 and above and you parlay all those teams in that night, you're going to get plus odds. You just bet those bitches and you walk away with your winnings at least four times a week. It. I'm telling you, if FanDuel or DraftKings are listening, they're going to suspend my account because how much money I made off of them.
0: So you're going at an 80% clip.
2: All right. I mean, maybe a more like 60-65, but, you know, who doesn't who doesn't pump up their own stats a little bit?
0: No, I hear you. It's like a fish um, store. So, all right. So, Tua, top five pick right now, he's going at minus 126 on FanDuel, but Justin Herbert's right there on his tails at minus 112. And so, Justin Herbert was plus money last week.
2: So, I have him going – in the top five at minus one thirty four on DraftKings.
0: Okay, thanks for thanks for going to FanDuel. Just letting uh, you know, <laughs> I'm a DraftKings guy. I hear you. I'm a DraftKings guy too, but they just put their NFL draft stuff on like yesterday. Okay. FanDuel's had FanDuel's been ahead of the curve for like a, a week or two. I uh, see um, no way
2: that oh, Jason's out. I see no way Tua doesn't go in the
0: top five. So, backing up a little bit. It's kind of going nuts. Like, uh, uh, we talked about this with Zach Berman. I don't know what's a smokescreen and what's not. It looks like San Francisco wants to trade their pick now. The Giants want to trade their pick. The Lions will look at at trade offers. Cleveland's talking about trading their pick. Jackson Jaguars just released their best player. So it's like, this draft is going to be awesome. And that's even before someone hacks into it. Here's the problem with this draft. Well, not a problem.
2: The quarantine has made this draft so important because we just need something. We need news. That was the best part of free agency. Now, free agency was a little quiet in Philadelphia. They signed some nice players, but nothing special. This draft, in a football sense, has it all. You're going to have trades. You have four quarterbacks that could go in the top four, in the top ten.
0: You do. Love could move. So you have Tua going in the top five. Yes, I actually think I'm
2: going to jump a little forward. I have two quarterbacks going in the top five, and you can lock that in.
0: What do you know? What that pays out,
2: or I don't. I, I mean, I could I could parlay it real
0: fast and give you the payout on it. That's okay. I just want to know if you had. Oh, like, I'm going to do it anyway because I love it. <laughs> so, furthermore, the first three picks right now are going off: Joe Burrow, Chase Young, and Tua pays out four hundred and sixty, which I kind of love. I kind of feel like. The Lions, you know, they're they're they've been mocked, basically Jeff Okuda, and that's really it. And no one's going to talk about the Lions. I could it, definitely see somebody jumping. I'm looking at you, Patriots, jumping the the uh, the Dolphins, and just just fucking the Dolphins like they fucked them for the last twenty years. The
2: Patriots aren't going to do anything
0: special after putting those uniforms out. Boom, roasted. Um plus four sixty right now with Joe Burrow, Chase Young, Tua is 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 very tasty. That's your top three. That would be the top three. You gotta give them in the exact order. Um, yeah, I think I like that. Burrow, Young, and Tua. And Tua.
2: But I know so the problem is people love Herbert. No, people do love Herbert.
0: I think And he's and he's healthy. If you want Tua, I think you might have to get up to at least the fourth pick. I think the John- I think Gettleman oh, no, you doesn't get
2: know what he wants to do. Well, hold on a second. There was a tweet that came out today that they did their they're doing a ton of research on Herbert now. Who the Dolphins? No, the Giants. Yeah, how about that? It's like, would you imagine he- if they just give up on Daniel Jones, who wasn't that was- bad? He's okay, he yeah, wasn't I mean- that bad and okay. It's the same thing, PJ. He
1: had, eight- he had 18 fumbles in like 12 games,
2: so would you if he
1: well, played him. in the NFL. <laughs> Um, oh, it's... <laughs> wow! Wow! I'd have more than that. <laughs>
0: um, no, sell nobody, short. I. I think no matter what the Eagles did, if they got Justin Herbert, it would just be like the happiest I've ever been in my life because it would be hilarious that you, you mean the get Giants two swears Giants. Oh, Okay, I got, I got you.
2: Never mind. I, I follow. It's it just weird Sorry. and weird. You want the Giants to take That's Herbert as an Eagles fan?
0: Where do you? <laughs> do you have anything that you're looking at right now that you're
2: like? Yeah, so I actually really like this one. This is an interesting conversation here. Jalen Hurts, under 60-and-a-half.
0: Selection. So third round, you're saying?
2: Oh, so he has to go in the top two rounds. Okay. Because there's just going to be 64 picks in the first two rounds.
0: I have him 54-and-a-half here on on Fandle. Okay, um, and I'm taking the
2: under at 60-and-a-half. Like, that's a no-brainer. Come on. The bet's in.
0: Yeah. That's I agree. I, I think yeah, I six think
1: point difference, six
0: games. I think he's going to be like the Lamar factor. Well, obviously Lamar turned out to be awesome, but I think people are going to like he's going to be this year's Lamar, where it's like someone's going to reach on him. Also,
2: two quarterbacks from Oklahoma have done halfway decent in the NFL in the last two seasons, so I think someone was going to wind up taking him. Uh, would you be surprised if he's backways into the first
0: round? No, not at all. If someone takes him like the thirtieth pick or something like that. Like the Patriots, maybe the Patriots. Maybe the Patriots, yeah, there you go.
2: Find a creative way of using him, Denard Robinson 2.0.
1: How tough is this one, ready? NCAA 14 cover.
2: Oh, my God. Come on, before we get into your next pick, all I want to do is play NCAA football. That's all I want to do. It's a good game. It's a great game. They need How to bring NCAA it back in the player, player, play. though. I'll tell you that. Of course you were. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: 04 NBA. We're probably a big fan of playing with Butler trying to win the Final Four. No, nah, I was Davidson. I love playing with Steph Curry or, sorry, point guard number 30, as he yeah. was referred to in the game. Um, Justin Jefferson, over, under, 21 and a half.
2: Is there a push? Is there a push option?
0: <laughs> no, I mean, it'd be under. And that's going off minus 192 is the under. Uh, I actually love the under. I think I, I think there's no way he gets to 21. Yeah, but I'm not going to shell two hundred dollars just to win a hundred dollars.
2: I know, but there's no way he's getting. You're asking me my opinion on the line. Don't I'm shame sorry. me on the winnings. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, there's just no way he gets past 21. If he's on the board and the Eagles have the pick at 21, he's the pick. I have inside information on that. I can't reveal my sources, but I know that's true. Uh, I don't see him getting past 21.
0: I, I think, yeah, I think it's either the Eagles, and a lot of people have mocked um, they trade the, with the Green Bay Packers and the Green Bay Packers just select them. That'd be brutal. Jerry Judy. Jucro. 12.5, Jucro. I like the under. Yeah, plus 120 over 12.5. He's
2: going 9, 10, or 11 to either, I mean, I think 9 is who? Who has 9? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. 10 is the Cleveland Browns. Redfield. Then and jets. eleven jets. The jets. I don't think the Browns are taking a wide receiver. Jacksonville now, after they release Marquise Lee, could take a wide receiver. That and the Jets now. I, you don't. I mean, Keen Cole is still there. D.D. Westbrook's going to be there again.
1: They have a bunch of average parts. Chris Conley, like D.J. Chark. D.J. Chark had yeah. a good year, but like, do you trust I, D.J. Tark every single year?
2: I could see them just getting a lineman to help out Gardner.
0: What if they take a quarterback? No way. Do they you don't get rid Minshew. of Nick Bowles to get to, to put Minshew in. Do you think they really love Minshew as much as they do?
1: For this year. They just
0: they just
2: traded away a guy who was making thirty million dollars. Yeah. they, yeah, might love they him. also they also got him off the cap. Yeah, but like it doesn't matter. You're paying Minshew nothing. If you, yeah, so why, if not you another,
0: why not pay another quarterback like Jordan Love or, or Because
2: then you you can't spend high draft capital and then put him in a competition. You can do that with Nick Foles or Joe Flacco. You can't do that with Jordan Love. I don't know. I think that uh, I I would not be surprised if. Kyle, you're playing Madden where you have a 27-year-old quarterback. You have no holes. You're like, fuck it. I'll take a backup. That's what you're doing.
1: So they're not going to be I, good I anyway. Know. You're still going to get a top pick, and then you can get yeah, a, better, you, you, a better quarterback prospect that's probably going to be at your spot.
0: Am hey, I undervaluing uh, uh, Gardner Minshew? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Gardner Minshew had a very good year. I feel like he had a good year and to his begin dad's with. A beef and he faltered cake. at the end, and, and not many people want to talk about that because they love him so much.
2: Well, I mean, listen, I'm not a Gardner Minshew stand by any fact, but like he, he was a good player at Washington State. He played for Mike Leach, airs it out, his great arm, and he's got the it factor. I just like I, I would give him a year, give him a year, huh. sign a veteran backup, and roll with him for a year. They're not going to be good regardless. Like Chad Henne. Also, if you wind up stinking. You have a chance to go ahead and get uh, – what is it? What's the guy's name? Trevor Lawrence. You have Trevor a chance Lawrence. to get Trevor Lawrence. Or
1: Justin Fields.
2: Exactly. So, like, it's this is a low-risk, high-reward kind of thing they've got going on here. Where do you think the Eagles have to trade up to to get CeeDee Lamb? Ten. Um. So, no. I think it's 11. And the only reason I say that is I think – I
0: think you just have to be ahead of the Raiders. I, I think, think the Raiders gets- really like Judy. I feel like whoever the, the first wide receiver goes off the board, the Jets just take the second best. So, yeah, I think – well, yeah, so you're going to have to get the 10 then. But mm-hmm. I don't
2: think there's a wide receiver going in the top 10 unless someone moves up. If the Jets yeah. really like somebody, they could move up, with, let's say, Cleveland or maybe even the Giants. Like, There's no way a wide receiver goes in the top five because of the depth. But if the Eagles want C.D. Lamb, and that's what the report is, they want C.D. Lamb – they need, get, they need to get ahead of the Raiders because the Jets aren't guaranteed to take a wide receiver.
0: I'd be very surprised if a wide receiver doesn't go before 11.
1: It's strange, too, because that's the best wide receiver class in a long time.
2: Yeah. Uh, who was the other wide receiver class? I just remember it was the Jordan Matthews and Cody Lattimore draft.
1: Like oh, It was like Odell. What year?
2: 2013? Odell, yeah. Brandon Cooks was in that draft? Yeah.
1: Was it 2012 or 2013?
0: Yeah. Here you go. I got. Well, you looked it up. I got one for you. Over under wide receivers plus one ninety two. Over six and a half wide receivers in the first round. Six and a half
2: under. I don't like that. Six
0: and a half is seven wide receivers. Minus two sixty. That's gross.
2: Hold on a second. Wait, it's taking minus two sixty. Yeah. Fuck. What do they know?
0: Um, But but they're going to have four wide receivers by the top twenty picks. It's going to be right down to the wire. So four
2: goes. So the question is, does Mims? Rieger, the kid from uh, Higgins, and Iyuk, right? So there's eight potential receivers.
0: And then – What's Hitchy the overpay Chandler? on that? What's the overpay on that? Uh, 192. Plus, plus 192. Yeah, what I don't like it. it? What I don't like was it. it. And then um, over under total quarterbacks over 4.5 pays plus 440. Under in the 40. first round? Minus 700, yep.
2: Over 4.5 in the first round? Yeah. So that means your backdoor and Jalen Hurts in. Yep. I don't or, like Or it. Jacob Eason. Or mm-hmm. Fromm. Fromm now, Fromm's, not gonna Fromm's not going to get it. Fromm's not going to the fourth round. A, lot, a hey, lot of people like Eason. Has anyone's stock ever fallen more than Jake Fromm?
0: Uh, yeah, because if he would have if he would have gotten out after he yeah. lost the national Bowl championship, belt, yeah. yeah, he would have been number one pick. He's he's the new Matt Barkley. He's the new Matt Liner. Well, even worse. Uh, I, mean, no, yeah. I mean, Matt, Matt Liner. <laughs> right, Matt people... Barkley's a
2: much better
1: comparison. <laughs> People in the 2014 wide receiving class include like Brandon Cooks, Sammy Watkins, Odell, Devontae Adams, Martavis Bryant, Jordan Matthews, was Mike D'Arte Evans. Was
2: Devontae in that draft?
1: Uh, I think he was the next year, but I Kevin White going down. Ke- Kevin, off, yeah. White. Kevin, Kevin White, Kevin
0: White, still waiting for that breakout year.
2: Dante Moncrief was solid. That's Zion Robinson, Jarvis
1: I'm,
0: I'm Landry.
2: Gonna go, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Dante Moncrief, I think, was a free agent last year. I wanted the Eagles to sign him so badly. Never happened. He went to Pittsburgh. know.
0: And do you have any more for uh, for now? I don't know. I mean, what what do you what are you focusing on? Like, what what do you think is is one oh. that's going to make Gary money and Gary's going to be happy?
2: I got to go through this. I'm gonna. I want to pull up the Jonathan Taylor one. That's what I want to know. While running back from Wisconsin. What's his over under here? What's the prop
1: bet for a running back taken in the first round? I don't think you could see I think you might not see any.
2: Uh I don't know. I think Except Jonathan maybe Taylor s-
1: or Swift. I was gonna say maybe Swift, Swift too, at yeah. like Kansas City.
2: Jonathan Taylor had so many carries though. Like so many carries while I was at Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, it's it's like the really scary, like who was that? Monte Ball. Didn't he have a lot of carries? Uh, yeah. Wisconsin's yeah. like
1: running back you. Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Corey Clement. Clement. Corey Clement, yeah. They've had I just think, I wonder what the prop bet is for that because I think, like, oh, that's the only one people maybe take a Swifter Dobbins, but I don't even so, think any of the top 30 needs a running back.
2: I think like this is time. interesting. Who's the guy? Is it Jarek Wills that just came out? He failed a drug test? No.
1: Nope. Yeah, uh, back then, yeah. Back he, then,
2: also, right. he also likes to cook more than he loves football. Oh, well, he's character issues right there. Oh, here we go. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor is at 39 and a half. So that's
0: early second round is what they have him coming off at. This is this is going to sound so big. J. Journal, I listened to a, a an interview that he had, and like I fell in love with him, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, he broke my heart. He just ruined
2: Michigan season. He ran for like two hundred and fifty yards in the first half. He was just like awesome, like just he was. an awesome dude. Like he, listen, we had Doug McKnight on, and we had uh, Randy the Plumber on. I'm a big root for the conference guy, as long as it's not Ohio State. Like, when it gets to a point, like, I'm just all in on the conference. Big 10 guy to the day
0: I die. So you want all big 10 guys to all get their due. You want Shea Patterson? I, I don't
2: want Shea Patterson. I don't want him anyway. If there's one Michigan player, I'm going to give a little Eagles insight. If there's one Michigan player that I'd like the Eagles to draft, it's wide receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's a return specialist as well. Very good speed, good size. He'd be a what nice about, fit third, fifth
0: round. What about you on Runyon Jr.?
2: I mean, I wouldn't hate John Runyon Jr. I, I would like Caesar Ruiz to the center, but I don't think they're taking a center in the first round.
0: Well, no, but I'm just he could
2: it. fall to the second. I've seen him in some. Yeah, but round. he's not going to make it to the fifty-seven. All
0: right, yeah. so what? What? Where are you looking? You're you. I don't think you answered that. I think you're looking. I said Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan was one, Taylor. And you take the yeah. under on thirty-nine and a half.
2: <sighs> um, it's interesting because like. I could see the Ravens taking a running back because I think Ingram's getting older and they have more carries to go around than anyone. Like, it, like they run that weird pitch option thing, so I think Taylor would be good there. So I could see a running back Swift or Taylor going there,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: I think Swift is the better prospect. So I probably like the over of thirty nine and a half. Yeah. I, love I could you. see him. I could see him falling into the teens in the second round.
0: All right, uh, PJ, what's your uh, what's your go to? But, uh, he's going to have to look it up. Okay, I'll go. Mine, plus 460, Gilborough, Chase Young, Tua, all in exact order. One, two, three. I think we've we've written all the pieces about Tua. The Wonderlick score that wasn't really his Wonderlick score came out, and it was like, no, he didn't score 13. He scored 13 back at Bama, and now he scored 20, so he's right in the middle of the road. I think there's been so many hit pieces about him that we're now zigzagging back the other way. And someone's trading up for two and getting him at three. It's interesting that you like him at three because you hate left-handed quarterbacks. Well, I don't like left-handed quarterbacks in general. Yeah. But, you know, as long as it pays me out money, I don't care if you're left-handed, right-handed, or by- by-handed.
2: Listen, I love where you're or coming indicious. from. I think your argument is great, but uh, this, this whole Herbert thing scares the
0: shit out of me. I think someone falls in love with Herbert and takes him three. So, so here's what it has right now. It has uh, Tua going off before Herbert minus one sixteen, and uh, Herbert pays out minus one ten. So like that's basically even.
2: If you're GM right now, who you taking, Tua or Herbert?
0: I hate left-handed quarterbacks. Okay, fair. I'd probably take Herbert too. I was on. I was big Herbert um, Heisman watch, but then I was like, well, he plays in the Pac twelve, so he'll have to like they will have to like do insane things. Then they lost to the Auburn, and his Heisman was over. That's right.
2: Um, yeah, Herbert. I, I just like the the hip injury that Tua had scares
0: the shit out of me. Well, I mean, if Herbert would have came out last year, there's a good chance he's the number one overall pick.
2: Over uh, over Kyler Murray.
0: There there was there was talks um, about him being number one overall, and they were sh- people were shocked he went back to Oregon.
1: Yeah, he was the number one draft. He would like quarterback for Kyler Murray.
0: Mm-hmm. before he announced I mean, all right you, i mean gary if you can build a quarterback in a lab
2: yeah it's build- yeah i know that's why i said I, I think someone falls in love with herbert and takes him yeah
1: that, i mean that trading up for herbert whoever trades up for herbert because like we talked about the giants right liking him at four like, that's going to be really interesting. And then whoever, whatever team, because we don't even know exactly, whatever team wide receiver they love the most, like whoever trades up to the nine, eight, nine, ten 10 spot. Yeah, who's to, to say select.
2: someone's not just like a fully in love with Henry Ruggs and wants
0: him? I heard the Chiefs love Henry
2: Ruggs. Of course the Chiefs love Henry Ruggs. They love speed.
0: Yeah, they also have a like. hundred dollars left in, like, cap space. So I don't think they have, like, they're able to, like, trade picks and trade capital and stuff. So uh, my, my uh, the I, so looked
1: up some drafts. The, my number one thing, it's not the best odds, but... So you go, let me pull it up. So Derek Brown is over and under 7.5, and, and it's minus 170, and that's not the best odds. But I say there is zero chance he falls past Carolina at 7. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. There is no chance. They, need, they were bottom... I think they were the worst team in the league at defending the run the last five games. Like, they were getting destroyed up and down. Matt Rule loves guys who are tough, Go high motor can go. Fi- I mean, that's what they did at Temple. They stopped the run consistently. Like I, I just think it makes perfect sense. It, they also they. I mean, Luke Kuechly is a linebacker, but like, <laughs> you know that that goes into your run defense, right? Like, be able to stop in the going side. So, I think there's just no way he falls past seven. Minus yeah, one seventy. F-
2: yeah, first year head coach, short seat, short off season because of COVID. You just take yourself a nice defensive player, plug and play.
0: So here you go. So for the second best odds you can get on Fanduel, Joe Burrow, Chase Young, Derek Brown at three. No four twenty. That's the no second way. best one. There's so like, no way
1: he it's, goes it's, three. Two uh, two is that, second. that that's good money though. You get two or three because the Troy Lions are definitely the number one team you would say they would trade down. Cause you can get Akunda at six. Well
0: seven. remember remember no, that's
2: that? tough. I mean Acuda's is, is really good. I don't know if you get he's getting out of the top five. Well, like, but hypothetically, if you trade down, like, so
1: the third pick, let's say the Chargers trade up, right, and then they get hurt, yeah. So and then Isaiah Simmons would go four, and then you think Akunda would go to the Dolphins at five, when they just have Byron Jones and Xavier Howard, they'd probably take.
2: There's no way. There's no way the Dolphins leave this first round without taking a quarterback. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. So Oh yeah, I'm with you. So I think
1: I think a a six-three swap. What's the
2: run on Akunda?
1: A four and a half. I saw. But that's that's because they're saying if the lions get traded down or not. That's why they had that half mark. They did the
2: math of the two. Yeah, hold two. on a second. If you're the lions, why don't you take the kid from Clemson, Isaiah Simmons? Yeah, why don't you take Simmons? I would just take well, Simmons three and not even fucking think. about I think it. Simmons is
1: the best defensive prospect. I think he's insane. No,
2: go on, Chase Young. Yeah, but Chase place, Young is position. a monster. It doesn't matter. It's the most. It's the second most important position in football now. Uh,
1: I, I, it wouldn't shock me in like five years from now if Isaiah Simmons is like the best defensive player in football.
2: Chase Young's a slam dunk. It's one of those ones you just, he's a, he's a can't miss prospect. He's the best player in the draft, too. Yeah. I don't, I don't think
1: there's any chance he doesn't go past two. Like it makes sense. He went to the math like, high school.
2: It also sucks that he's going to be a Redskin because we have fucking Andre Dillard floating out there trying to draft Chase, uh, trying to stop Chase Young.
1: They're going with like a 49ers motto. it will be their fourth first round pick on the line. That's
2: that, dude. Build between the trenches.
0: So Jeffrey Okuda is um <laughs> I I think, I think they go with Akuda, uh going back to your Detroit point because uh Darius Slay, they just lost him. I, I mean that makes sense. Maybe it makes too much sense, but I mean it's a reason why it's going Burrow, Chase Young, Jeffrey Okuda at plus one twenty five, and that is they like, took the tight end last year, right? Yeah, and then also they're yeah. not gonna take yeah, their remember, remember Nick Fairley? He was like uh, a you know, yeah. prospect. And he Nick sucked from oh, yeah. all I think Martha Ford still, you know, you know how much she's, you know, really into the team. She's probably still reeling from that Nick Ferry pick.
2: You leave Mark, you leave her alone. You keep the
0: Ford family out of your mouth. Sell the team. Um, all right, before we go, before we get to the interview with uh, with Zach Berman, I want to just go into, so the first draft pick by the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Justin Jefferson, plus one tw- 155, and then, uh, position of Philadelphia Eagles first drafted player, wide receiver minus 230. Linebacker at five plus five hundred is the second option.
2: Yo, this linebacker thing won't die. Now. Uh, hold on a second. If let, let's get some raw reactions here. If you get the 21, let's say Jefferson and Kenneth Murray are on the board. Mm-hmm. Where are you going?
0: Um uh, if is Patrick Queen still on the board? Sure. Ooh. I like, I like Patrick Queen.
2: I like you like C- Patrick Queen like because C- you like LSU. Linebacker. Kenneth Murray's the better linebacker.
1: Yeah, Kenneth Murray's a just side-to-side beast.
2: Yeah, Kenneth Murray's clearly the better linebacker. He had
1: 155 tackles last year. Not this, like, he had 108 this year, he had 155 the year before.
2: Yeah, Kenneth Murray is, uh, if if he's there at 21, you, you really think about taking a linebacker.
0: Okay. I, you, I, you want I, to believe in Big 12 defensive guys? You do that. I don't. You say,
1: Je- you say Jefferson was plus 155? Yeah. Why would you? That's like I don't know why would, wouldn't you throw that? That's like free money. Yeah, you got inside sources there, Gary. That, that he's the guy if he's there.
2: Yeah, I mean I can't reveal my sources, but if he's there, he's probably being taken. So yeah. that's that's the that's 150. 50 Although my source money. also says like he he wouldn't be
0: surprised with a move up. So <laughs> <laughs> and he also wouldn't be surprised if he got a uh, if we traded back too.
2: Yeah, he wouldn't be surprised if trade traded back. Wouldn't be surprised to a linebacker. But, you know, if he's a 21 on the board and they didn't trade up or trade back, they'd probably take Jefferson.
1: I think we could all agree this. I think this year would be the most interesting draft that we've probably ever watched.
2: Oh, yeah, the only I- reason it's interesting is because we have nothing else to do. Every draft is this compelling. We just don't care as much.
1: Also, one thing, I don't know if you guys mentioned this, that so usually Goodell always walks up to the podium, right, and he gets booed right this year there's no podium you can't get booed pretty sure cores light or bud light. bud light is doing something where you can send in your booze and when he goes Should up to the first one? pick we you can boo? eat boom
2: yeah I'll be, we'll send all in right a ready i'm gonna i'm gonna give a countdown from seven ready seven six five four three two wait i need your best boo ready one boo, boo. Got Perfect. I love that.
0: Oh, let's, get oh, in, so let's get into recorded. our interview here with Zach Berman. All right. We're joined here by Zach Berman, who covers the Eagles for the athletic, as well as the author of Underdogs, the Philadelphia Eagles' emotional road to Super Bowl victory. It's Zach, thanks for uh, joining us today. It's
3: my pleasure. Thanks for having me on.
0: Definitely. Um, so really what we want to first ask you is a report came out the other day by Joe Torty, these C.D. Lamb rumors. Mm-hmm. How much have you heard? How true are these? Are these smoke and mirrors? Um, anything insight you can give us on that?
3: Yeah, this time of year, you hear a lot of reports, a lot of rumors, obviously. I, I haven't heard anything specific to that. Um, I, I mean, certainly the Eagles are interested in, in a wide receiver. Uh, certainly, C.D. Lamb is, is if, if not the best, one of the top you know two or three in this draft. Uh, but at, as far as the Eagles going up to get him, I haven't heard specifically that that's, that that's their intention. Um, you know, you it's pretty obvious they want a, a wide receiver. And if you want a wide receiver in this draft, uh, CeeDee Lamb would would be one of those you're very interested in. Uh, but I would be surprised if, if, if the Eagles sacrificed significant resources uh, to move up that high. Now, if it gets to a situation where Lamb or Judy or Henry Ruggs falls into the teens, uh, then I can certainly see the Eagles within striking distance there. Uh, But if if you're talking about getting up into the top 12, for instance, and giving up either a future first round pick, your second rounder this year, I'd be surprised if, if, if they did that.
2: Yeah, kind of following up now on on the receivers, is there one that you particularly like? It doesn't have to be one of the big three. Is there one that you particularly like that would be a good fit
3: with the Eagles? Well, rugs would be an outstanding fit, you know. In, in terms of the, you know, he he gives game-breaking speed four two seven forty. It's hard to find that. Uh, I don't think Ruggs is going to be there. I think Justin Jefferson is the fourth best wide receiver in this draft, and I think Justin Jefferson makes a lot of sense for the Eagles at number twenty one after those four, I, I I do think there's a drop off and it's it's a matter of what you're looking for, the type of receiver if if you want speed, if you want your uh, uh, size, if you want run after the catch, if you're looking for a slot, um you know i I think that there's. I think Jerry Judy's the best receiver in this draft. If you can have anyone, it would be Judy. I think Ruggs would, would give them something that they don't have that they sorely need long-term which is that speed um, and I, I mean Lambs obviously a, a, a terrific wide receiver I think Jefferson uh, steps in day one and gives you a starting caliber player now the question is is he best in the slot is he Keenan Allen um, where he can bounce inside outside uh, so th- the way I, I, I look at it is every wide receiver offer offers you something specific and the, the, the question is what are you looking for at that point in the draft who are you pairing him with I don't think the Eagles draft only one. If you draft a size guy early, then you're going to want a speed guy later on. If you draft someone who's best in the slot in round one, excuse me, if, you, if you draft a guy who's best in the slot in round one, then your next pick it's probably not going to be like a, a Devin Duvernay type. It's going to be right. someone you put on, on, on the outside. So really it's all uh, how, how the picks combine overall, um, but certainly the Eagles, in my opinion, are, 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 are going to draft more than one wide receiver.
2: Now, do you think if if Jefferson's off the board by twenty one, do you think they trade back or do they just take best player available at twenty one?
3: I think if if all four are off the board at at twenty one, then look to trade back. Gotcha. Um, unless there's a defensive end that drops that that you, that that you really like, uh, but uh, I, I don't think you force a position. Or take a position um, just because it's the highest one on the board, if there's a good trade offer there. Uh, if 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 you have a group of wide receivers that are within the same tier, and you think you can move back and add picks, I'm always an advocate of trading down if people are are, are in the same tier. Now, if there's a player at a different position who's the only one left at that tier, then then take them. If you think Kenneth Murray can be a, uh, or Patrick Queen can be a a, a Pro Bowl a near-all-pro caliber linebacker, and that's that's fine value at, at 21, even though it's not a position that the Eagles have traditionally valued. It's not a position they've taken in the first round since 1979. I personally don't think they're going to go that route. If there's a, an edge rusher who who you think this guy can be a difference maker on the edge, take him at, at 21. I'm fine with that. And then come back and get your wide receiver in the second round. But uh, knowing the need at wide receiver, knowing the depth in this class, knowing where there's a a perceived drop off, I would say look to trade down a Jefferson if Jefferson's not on the board at 21.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think if 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 they're not gonna get
0: the
2: if they're not gonna get a wide receiver, I don't want them taking a position just to take a position. Now I would have interest in a guy like Etior Matos or AJ or I think it's AJ. Yeah it's AJ yep. right? Evanessa. Yep. I like yep. both of those guys, but I don't know you know that's another pick on a defensive lineman in the first round. I guess the value's there, but I don't know if that's exactly what they should do, I think more capital would be the better move. Get more draft capital by moving back.
3: I, I will say though, edge rusher's is a long term need. Um, I you know, agree. Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, are, are excuse me, are your two starters? After that, though, you have depth, but not quality depth. You're Looking at Josh Sweat, who looked good last year, they mm-hmm. traded a fourth round pick for Avery. Uh, you know they spent a fourth round pick on Shreve Miller. He couldn't get on the field. They have Deshaun Hall coming off the torn ACL. They have Joe Osman. but 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 that's not really quality depth. And Brandon Graham, you don't know if he's going to be here beyond 2020. That's right. a position, it, you know a, a Derek Barnett. You're going to have to make a decision on his fifth year option. My guess is that you're going to exercise that option. But even still, he's a free agent you know, in a in a few years too. So if if you like uh Gross Matos or as as a potential starting caliber strong defensive end, uh then yeah, I think that's a worthy pick at, at twenty one. I just need to know who else is on the board and what's your plan at, at, uh for a wide receiver at fifty three.
2: You mentioned an interesting name in Avery. Um, they did trade the fourth-round pick, and I believe Howie came out and said they kind of knew when they made the move he was going to need an offseason. Where do you kind of see him fitting into the Eagles' defense?
3: Yeah, I thought it was a curious move when they made it. Uh, now, if, if he's a good pass rusher, a 2021 fourth-round pick it's a small price to pay, but I don't think he showed enough last year. Now, they said that they needed time to, to tackle me. Uh, I I think, though pass rushing is a position you should be able to step in right away and contribute. Um, you know, you should be able to get to the quarterback. And frankly, he did that in his first game with the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, and then thereafter, he couldn't really get on the field. Uh, and, and, and so what does that say to you? Uh, now you don't want to write it off, uh, you know, and, and he has traits that you like He has speed around the edge. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's really hard to say that Avery is going to be a long-term rotation piece for the Eagles right now, because we frankly didn't see enough last year.
0: Is is there anyone at 21 that you're hearing that like may shock people? In in, uh, in what sense? Shock people, how? So maybe that hasn't been mentioned in a mock draft. Like, I, like the one that shocked me kind of is not shocked, but Patrick Queen seems to be mocked at 21 a couple of times. Um, is there anyone, you know, that you've seen that maybe you're like, or you've heard that were like, uh, oh, wow, that could be, you know, a need that you no. don't really think of?
3: yeah linebacker would surprise me you know and i don't think that's that's going to happen uh i think that 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 they could take a wide receiver at twenty one who uh you know uh, people might not consider like the twenty-first best player in the draft, whether it's it's Jalen Rager, whether it's it's Brandon I, if it if it's if 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 it's Brandon Ayuk, um, you know, there's different possibilities there at that twenty-one at wide receiver who uh, it's not kind of from that consensus top four. And the reality at wide receiver, and you know, I I think you've seen this after you get past Jefferson. Uh, there's there's a lot of difference of opinion on. Oh yeah. Five. Who should be eight? Who should be 10? Uh, so if, if you're taking the fifth receiver in this draft, it might be someone who a draft analyst says is the 10th best receiver. It might right. be someone who, who you think is the 12th best receiver, but the Eagles have him rated highly. Uh, the, you know, you know, the Eagles have him in that tier of a, of, of a day one starter. So I think that the surprising thing might be a, a wide receiver who is not con- traditionally thought of as the fifth best in the draft.
0: Hmm. Okay. Ian, uh, Ian Rappaport tweeted out today that, like, the media, he heard from a GM, like, the media has been mocking, like, wrong, basically. All the mock drafts he's seen that, you know, these GMs aren't really looking at you know, what guys at ESPN, at The Athletic, et cetera, are, are mocking. Now, I'm a big smoke and mirrors guy. Is that smoke and mirrors? How much smoke and mirrors are we getting? I feel like there's going to be a lot of just, like, trying to send people down the wrong
3: wrong hole there is I mean mean, that's every year though that's the thing is is like and and that's why you can only read so much in the mock drafts one pick changes everything you look last year the Raiders at four they they took they they took Leland Farrow at at four correct um that that changes everything thereafter uh I think back to 2014 the year the Eagles took Marcus Smith Blake Mm -hmm. goes high Okay, Blake Bortles goes, what was it, three, four to Jacksonville? And then, you know, then the board falls thereafter in a way that people don't expect. Um, the Bills trade a lot to go up and get Sammy Watkins. That, tr- that changes the trade equation for other teams trying to trade up. Uh, the board didn't fall the way the Eagles thought that year because they didn't expect a lot of the outcomes that went around. Johnny Menzel fell in the draft. Um, so there's a lot of different things that could happen. So I, I don't think this year is going to be as dramatically different as it's made out to sound. I think every year it's so much fun to talk about the draft. You spend a few months uh, discussing it the week before you hear all these rumors, you hear all these scenarios, teams on the board, they take someone who people aren't necessarily expecting, you know, last year uh, were you expecting Daniel Jones to go six, we're you expecting Daniel Jones to go to 17. Um, so one pick can, can change a lot. And so that's why I, I think that most years, um, it's it's really you know, I, I think mock drafts are for fun. I think ratings can be informative, but I think mock drafts are more for fun.
0: I definitely hear yeah, you on I that. I love mock drafts. I, do, I read every like mock draft. Yeah. it could be True. like, it could, I don't know, it could be like us doing mock drafts. And I would, I would like read that. Um, so I, I saw a report today that the Lions are taking calls on the third pick. Um, Justin Herbert is now minus one twenty five to go into the top five right now. So to your point there, that like you know, if Tua falls or 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 you know Herbert or, or Love gets taken top ten. Like this could definitely this could be the craziest draft we've seen in
3: I don't know since was the Manziel draft
0: really probably the last craziest. Yeah, one.
3: I think one thing you see every year is is, is that is that quarterbacks m- most often go higher than you think, and that changes the board. Um, I'd be surprised if Herbert fell. I'd be surprised if Tua fell. I, I, I'd be surprised if Love fell. Uh, I think quarterbacks go earlier. I think offensive tackles are going to go early this year. And that's why I think the Eagles are, are, are going to get a good wide receiver at, at 21, because I think quarterbacks rise and offensive tackles rise.
0: So, I, yeah, I couldn't agree should more. I, with that. Should, should I be looking at uh, Jordan Love plus 300, top 10?
3: I don't want to g- give you any gamble. On back,
0: no, uh, no, no, you no. Know, I'm the hot tip. Send you an invoice. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, but but yeah, I mean, I think I think quarterbacks, um, I, I think most years quarterbacks rise. Uh, I'll put it that way. I, I think you see that most years. Uh, right. Zach, what was the decision like
2: to to work for the Athletic move from, I believe you were with the Inquirer and you moved to the Athletic, correct?
3: Yes, yeah, so, yeah, I did. Uh, it was great. I mean, I look, I, I love the Inquirer. Spent seven years there covering the Eagles. Um, Grew up reading the paper. It was an amazing place. I still subscribe, uh, have such respect for all the guys there, honestly. Um, But, uh, you know, the athletic was an opportunity that I I was really interested. I I was a consumer before I was an employee. So I I really love their product. I thought that uh, you know I'd liked what they were doing, and I was ecstatic to to, to become a, a part of it. So honestly, I, w- I was at a great place, and I went to a great place. I know that sounds like a politically correct answer, but that's absolutely the truth. And the Athletic, you know, just from from covering every team, covering every sport, uh, you know, the the technology involved, the app, it's 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 a, it's it's an amazing place to work. I'm I'm really lucky to be there.
2: This is going to sound like I'm plugging the Athletic, but the Athletic really is just fantastic. Uh, I Thank think you. it was when you went and uh, Arthur Staple went over to okay. the Athletic, and that's how the that's how I wound up. I was like, I have to have this. Like, <laughs> and I then now you. I'm absolutely hooked on it. I sit and read yeah. the Athletic for like three hours a day now.
3: Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate you saying that, and and. I, I, I felt the same way like I was I was reading it uh, all the time and, and and when they called and they were interested uh, I, I couldn't wait to join Do you, you ever
0: think yeah. that, do you ever think that you know you graduated wait, right around 08, College in 08 yep yeah so it's kind of crazy that you know you went right into the newspaper business and all you heard was how the newspaper business was dying and it was recession proof and now you're <laughs> over the athletic and you guys are like corona proof do you ever just you know, uh,
3: I mean, honestly, like, you know, the I, I don't get as, as much in, 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 into the business models. Um, I hear what you're saying, but my uh, my whole you know, like I, I I just try to, to report on the team, do good work and, and, you know, let the people who handle the business side worry about that. Uh, but you know, I'll pressure. say that that the Enquirer, um, you know, they're they're. I mean, I mean, their coverage right now has been outstanding too. So there's, you know, I, I heard when I uh, started there in 2012, uh, I was hearing about challenges, and they're still doing great work now in 2020. And so, um, my opinion across the board is that uh, don't pay as much attention to the distribution model; pay more attention to the to the journalism. And if you do quality journalism, uh, whether it's appearing. Uh, on paper, whether it's appearing on your computer, whether it's appearing on cell phone, whether it's appearing on the television screen, uh, quality journalism, quality reporting, uh, that that will last, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah. you know, I switched to the athletic, uh, but um, but it's the journalism really that, that, that I focus on more so than yeah. the business.
0: Cream rises to the top, I hear you. You're a good company guy. I uh, Yeah. <laughs> low, 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 low guy. You're a good company guy. That's um, right. People
2: call me a company guy all the time too. Who's the Yeah, – got a more of a fun question. Who's the big swinging dick in the room for the Eagles media at this point? <laughs> uh, what do you mean by that? Who's the guy It's like it – Gunner's been around forever. Rube's been around forever. I feel like uh, Les Bowen's been around forever. Is there like an etiquette to the room where it's like, hey, we
3: let this guy go and then everyone else gets a chance, or is that not a real thing? No, I mean, uh, you know, if, 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 if you're there every day, like I'm around these guys more than I'm around my family during the season. Uh, I mean that's the reality. I'm, I'm, I'm traveling on the road. You get to know these guys well. Uh, so no, I think there's you know there's competition, but there's a lot of respect. I I mean that genuinely. So uh, yeah, <laughs> well, There's media know, rivalries. No, I mean there. I mean there's definitely competition. You know oh, yeah. you you want to uh, I get this story first. You want to talk to this guy. You want to write this better, or report this better than the next person. But you know we're there. I I can't emphasize that enough. Like you're there every day during the season um, you're around each other throughout the off season. So you, you get to know them well, you know, you're working for different companies, but there's also a fraternity am, among the reporters too. This
0: is kind of a out of left field question. What's the best question you've ever asked at a media presser? I know you probably have thousands of them. You got to <laughs> get me.
3: Yeah, no, I, I could probably give you my worst more than my best, but right, I'm, uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, my worst was actually, I was covering the Giants back in, um, this was 2010. They had a defensive end named Alex Hall, who, uh, who was signed off their practice squad to the Arizona Cardinals, I believe. And then the Cardinals cut him, the Giants brought him back. And I remember asking if he, uh, if he showed anything in those two weeks that made them want to bring him back and the reality is that he was inactive for those two weeks so it was a really bad question i should have done my homework like the transaction came right before i went out to talk to coughlin and uh that i was that was a bad bad question i learned my lesson the hard way uh sometimes it's better not to ask the question at all right um if if, if, you if you haven't done your homework on it so that was a bad question my best question honestly like uh my opinion on press conferences, I, I really mean this. Um, I know there's a lot of people who, who watch it, whether it's online, whether it's on TV, uh, and they kind of get into the questions, the back and forth. The best questions are the one that produces the best answers. Like, like we're not there to ask, you know, to, to get any credit for our questions. We're there to get information, to get good answers. So whatever question I ask that yields the best answer, that's the best question.
2: Most enjoyable press conference when, you've been in uh, you, because you've been with three Eagles head coaches now, right? So you've been with Andy, you've been with Chip, and you've been with Doug. Can yeah. you rank them one to three of the enjoyableness of being around them in a press conference? Yeah, Chip number
3: one. Really? Uh, really? Yeah, <laughs> because, um, because Chip, he viewed it like, like theater. Uh, Chip, viewed it, yeah, Chip was Chip was getting up there and, and like he wanted to... Uh, um. Yeah, it was just it was like a a game with Chip sometimes. Um, I thought he was, so, a dick. he was always a dick when like, it came. Like, I don't know. He always seemed like he
0: was like so analytical and like just gave you like answers that he just jumped around the question. I felt like
3: I I thought he would like actually. he, uh, he would listen to the question. He he wouldn't necessarily give a stock answer. Like you never knew where where Chip was was coming with something. Um, now I'm just talking about on like the podium. You know I when am- they Speaking in the press conference, so you know the relationship with coaches were are are, are different kind of behind the scenes. Um, I only covered Andy in 2012, and that was a crazy year all around. So it was <laughs> not me really to, um, yeah, to kind not of put him tough, in yeah. there because he was, you know, and, and he was losing his job at the end, and we uh, the team was four and twelve. We kind of knew where yeah. that was going. Um, but Doug, uh, Doug, you know, sometimes Doug can be. Uh, in a good mood sometimes like like Doug doesn't know what to say sometimes Doug's not in a good mood um but yeah but those those three years I covered Chip uh like away from the podium you you know you didn't have the same type of conversations or or or, uh or interviews with him but when he was up there um he uh like you i hear more one-liners There, there are a lot of different directions chip could go so i would say yeah first yeah, yeah.
0: Just good soundbite guy. Sound
3: guy yes yes do you ever ask
2: chip kelly to slow down just stop talking so
3: quickly I do, not. I, I do not i i tend to talk fast sometimes too it's something i have to work on so it, it would be hypocritical of me to say that to chip <laughs>
0: When uh, when you were covering the Giants, were you always five minutes um, early to pressers, uh, just to adhere to Coughlin time?
3: I was more than five minutes early. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, yeah, even now, um, I'll, I'll I'll never be late. You know, I think uh, I think uh, timeliness is I think punctuality is important. So I I, I, I like Coughlin time. I, I, yeah, I like yeah. that.
0: <laughs> so I don't, would it be traded for two first round draft picks for? Coming in late all the time.
3: All right. I don't have my uh, my clock set to call from time, but um, you know if, if if someone shows up late to something, uh, I, I it, it frustrates me. So okay. yeah, so oh, like, You
0: were, you were right on time. Like I I, I oh, right I on time, Right? you? And you were like two thirty,
3: back here. Yeah, I had to okay. Push the time back is because I was on a podcast before that uh, I knew was was gonna run long, so I wanted to make sure I was there. Okay, <laughs> so. Uh, as so as an eagles
0: fan growing up what's it like you were an eagles fan right growing up growing up i was correct yeah so what's it like to go from like being an eagles fan to covering like a division rival to like some would say would you know when you were growing up and we were growing up the giants were the
3: giants were kind of the cream of the crop in the division yeah, I mean, yeah, so- as well so honestly, once you get into this professionally, like you lose that fanaticism, I mean, and that's the reality of it. That that's not just like what what people say. You be, you become loyal to your job. And so, uh, before I covered the Giants, I was working for the Washington Post, um, and I would help out on you know on on, on uh, I, I I would help out down there. I was covered the University of Virginia and Virginia Tech, but I would help out in, in in the NFL down there on some skins games. So um, so like you, you know. You're you're loyal to your job, and even now it's it, it's uh my my brothers are Eagles fans, um my father-in-law is an Eagles season ticket holder, but my job is is to cover the team. So I, so you lose that fanaticism. Probably when I was in college, when I was covering you know teams in college, um you're you're focused on your career, you're focused on on doing well, you're focused on on you know comporting yourself the right way. You're you're not as focused on the emotional, you know, swings of the team. Now, you say you
2: lose your fandom a little bit, but in 2017 did it come back just like a little bit? Like towards the end you're
3: like, "Come on, I really want this to happen." No, not at all. I mean, I mean seriously, like Really? Uh, you mean that honestly? Like I'm it, it was a story I was covering and now I mean, it's it's thrilling to be the one writing that story. Like that part of right. it, you know, like like not that I was a fan, but it, it, it was Philadelphia history, and um, I'm, I'm there chronicling it. But like, I can tell you, uh, in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, I have a story up on my laptop um, that I'm working on if they lose. I'm a story up on my laptop that I'm working on if they win. And what I'm going to be judged on the next day is the quality of that story. Right. Doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's the quality of that story, and I'm 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 there. Like you know, my company's paying me a lot of money to be there. They're, you know, they're they're you know, in, in 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 the sense of the travel, it's 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 expensive covering teams. Um, so my loyalty is to doing good work. It's not to the team itself. So no, not
2: one singular celebratory beer after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Uh,
3: no, I mean you, you're <laughs> the story. You know, like I hear you. He's a company you know, guy. Yeah, three he's got a lot of work done. Um, yeah, I mean now, you know, I, I got a book deal out of it, and it was That's I true. got to buy my first book. Um, so like that, that was uh, it, you know, I probably don't get a book deal if they lose the Super Bowl. So I'm I'm, I'm not here <laughs> suggesting I, I'm I'm not here suggesting that like you know, and you know the the uh, the amount of people who bought the Inquirer the next day and that week. It's a lot different if they lose the game. So I understand from a business perspective that it was good, but, but the quality of my story, like I'm going to be judged on the quality of that story and, uh, and, and win or lose, I need to produce. So that What's that a- book like if uh, Carson Wentz doesn't get hurt? That's a good question. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the last third of the book is a lot different. Carson has a bigger role in it. Um, Nick Foles doesn't yeah. Nick Foles doesn't come out with a book, that's that's a difference, so mm-hmm. there's probably less competition on bookshelves, right? <laughs> um, so, uh, or, or maybe Carson would have written a book, who knows? Um, I don't know, if so, Carson would write a book, so, ghostwriter. he'd have a ghost, yeah, he'd have a ghost, so, uh, but no, it, I mean, it was it, it added to the drama of, of the season, I mean, certainly. Uh, Nick Foles and and, uh, Nick Foles became a a big part of of, of that season. And what's interesting, you mentioned that I was covering the team in 2012 and and throughout Chip, like I came in, my first year was was Nick's first year. So we were kind of like, I I was a rookie on the beat when he was a rookie on the team. I got to know him then, Um, you know, 2013, I, w- I was covering that the whole way through the quarterback competition, him losing it during training camp, throwing 27 touchdowns, two interceptions that year, 2014, everything that, that that was happened, him getting traded. Um we got married around the same time. Uh we had our first kid around the same time. So like I was living like so like I I I got to know Nick and his story and I think that really um I think that helped my book out because because I had an understanding of Nick in a way that Uh, that was, that was different. So, uh, so, so my book, um, I think was enhanced by the fact that, that, that Foles was the quarterback because, uh, because I I knew Nick pretty well. Mm
0: -hmm. I know you did. Um, you followed Fletcher Cox in his hometown and you followed, uh, Carson Wentz in his hometown. Can you rank those hometowns? So one was what, Mississippi? And then one yeah, Mississippi,
3: was- y- Mississippi, and Fargo, North Dakota. Um, Fargo, it, I would put above Yazoo City. Um, oh. Ooh. Because um, Not I'm an SEC guy. guy. <laughs> there's, there's, there's more to do than in, in Fargo than in, in, in Yazoo City. That would uh, make sense. Uh, okay. Now, uh, now, Yazoo City is closer to New Orleans. I drove from Yazoo City to New Orleans. Because Eagles were playing the Saints, uh, they had a prime time. I think it was a Monday night game. After that, so um, so I was in Yazoo City for three, four days, and or, or two, three days, and then drove down to New Orleans. And New Orleans is a great town. So probably proximity to, to New Orleans, is a good thing. yeah, that's but, cool. uh, like Fargo and Bismarck. I was in, I was in far, I, I was in. Well, well uh, I should say this: Carson's from Bismarck. Um, and Bismarck is a smaller town than Fargo. Fargo is like, uh, you know, it's 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 like a decent downtown area. Uh, Bismarck was a little different. But I, I enjoyed both of them. And, frankly, like that's one of the cool things about this job is I wouldn't have a reason to go to Yazoo City, Mississippi, otherwise. I probably wouldn't have a reason to go to Fargo and Bismarck, North Dakota, otherwise. And And the job kind of opened that opportunity for me, and I got to meet a lot of interesting people in both places. Yeah.
2: So the, when you started writing the book, what you said you got the book deal after the season, or, or did you kind of know the book was happening during the season? No, I did not. I got the book deal
3: after the season.
2: So when you goes comes to writing that, do you kind of just go back to your articles, try and pull some information about the games? Because right, full disclosure, I did order the book. I just haven't gotten a chance to read it yet. So I apologize because I would. I really wish I. I Kyle will vouch for me. I told him I was going to read it last week. It just didn't come in yeah. time. This damn pandemic. Yeah, I'm right.
3: I had seven years of notes from from, from covering the team, and uh, and like I was, and it's it's not just your stories; it's, it's 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 you were there when it happened. So so for instance, if if someone goes back um, and they want to write a story on the Eagles Super Bowl season ten years from now or twenty mm-hmm. years, okay. Um, you're probably going back and and you're interviewing people and you're reading pri you know you're reading articles from the time. Like I I got to live it. I was there at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum when Carson got hurt. I saw him you know going to the bus. Like I I was there when Nick Foles threw twenty seven touchdowns and two interceptions. I was there uh, when the Eagles traded for Carson Wentz. Um, so like. All, you know, I, I was there when they hired Doug Peterson like uh, all, so, so uh, what I found in the book writing process it wasn't just, just the articles it was the fact that, that you lived it, that you knew these people and that you got to talk to them at the time it's, it's one thing to go back now, if, if someone was doing a book on the Super Bowl now or the Super Bowl season, I should say. Uh it's it's easy to connect the, or it's it's easy to say uh on December fifteenth of two thousand seventeen, you know, the morning after Carson gets hurt, if my memory's correct, that you thought they were gonna go on and win the Super Bowl and you thought Nick Foles was gonna be the Super Bowl MVP. That that wasn't necessarily the opinion at the time. Like I remember talking to Malcolm Jenkins about this topic at the time. Um, you know, after the, the Giants game that year, the Raiders game that year, um, the Cowboys game in week 17. Uh, opinions were different than they were after the Vikings game, and especially after, after the Super Bowl. Uh, so the fact that I got to live it, I think, was the most important resource for me. Yeah,
2: I know the opinion was not that they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think my wife had to try and shake me out of a coma. She's an <laughs> orthopedic doctor, and I just kept saying, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. Kate, my wife, was just like,
0: yeah, he's not fine. He's <laughs> so not fine, yeah. He's like, ugh. How much, how, I mean, how much does the book process suck? I, I just feel like, you know, it's great when it, when it, you know, you got the book and it's out and everything and you do all the, the media tours for it. But that process is, is, is not easy to get it from, you know, pen to paper.
3: Yeah, No, it wasn't easy. And, and I had, uh, I mean, I had a really tight deadline cause I had to turn it around quickly. Um, so yeah, it, it was a challenge, but uh, I mean, I'll be frank with you. I always wanted to write a book. Okay. Huh. And you're just waiting for the, 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 the right opportunity, the right, the, you know, the right subject, you need a book that is going to sell and, and you need a book that you can do better than other people. Um, and, uh, and so it was a really unique opportunity. Um, and it was an arduous process and I, I, uh, I still was covering the Eagles at the time. So I still had free agency and the draft and all of, all of that stuff covered. Now, now, fortunately I mean, if I'm if I'm being completely honest, the 2018 offseason, uh, it wasn't kind of as eventful as some of these other offseasons were, um, you know, and, and the Eagles, uh, you know, going the, the draft that year, the Eagles didn't have a second round pick or a third round pick. Um, so there, there wasn't as much attention in Philly leading up to the draft. Uh, you know, now they traded. They had they traded back from their first round to the second round pick. So they were able to get. I got it, but going into the draft, um, the the it, there wasn't the same attention as there was now. So I was I was able to really kind of allocate time, and mornings and, and nights to the writing process. Um, but uh, no, it, it was it was hard. But it's it, I've never been an accountant, but I imagine once it's 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 like being an accountant that uh, you know <laughs> you're 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 really pushing to April fifteenth, and then once April fifteenth hits. You know you're you're in a you're in a better spot, and so I had a deadline, and I I needed to get a certain amount of words in each night, and I was very regimented, and my wife was very understanding, and uh, fortunately I got it done, and I'm proud of the final product. Do you let anything in your brain besides Eagles facts? Besides what's that? Do I Eagles have... facts. Do
0: you <laughs> let anything in your brain besides Eagles facts? You've just rattled off like like <laughs> drafts from 2011 that I've forgotten. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I have uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I have a good memory with, with a lot of sports information. I, I wish I knew other stuff as, as well sometimes, but yeah, like I, I could tell you, you know, I uh, different NBA drafts from over the years, different, yeah, different dates, teams, colleges. So I'm pretty good with, with that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not as good with some other areas. There's nothing Shame. wrong with being the
0: master at one
3: day. Yeah.
2: It's a shame we didn't know your your dream was to write a book because Kyle would Kyle and I would have just came up with book ideas and started pitching you book ideas. Oh, that would have been great. Like yeah. quickly in my head, I'm like, hey, what if we wrote a book about a quarterback that didn't have any arms?
0: Anyone?
3: Anyone? Anyone? Yeah. Anyone. Uh, it's true. Anyone? Anyone? To a good story, book. if you ask me. Like yeah. a book. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm most by to do nonfiction. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Next time we get you on, we'll just start. We'll just start pitching you book. Ideas. All right, cool enough.
0: It would probably be fiction. It would probably be based in like some intergalactic world, but you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll workshop
3: that. Think Harry you know, Potter think meets... figure uh, out like, what book you can write better than other people. Um, yeah. my, my mind doesn't work as as well with that. I'm 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 better with the reporting component of it. Well, we'll get you there. <laughs> there you go. We'll workshop it all together. <laughs>
0: when you were when you were writing the book and you know you're working with editors and whatnot and they're saying you know you got to take this out um but you're really adamant about keeping it in did you just tell them you were from Syracuse and you uh, know better than them <laughs> I definitely <laughs> did not tell them that no 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 I, I mean uh, that's that's the trump card right there you, you went to Newhouse it's like I went to Newhouse and McGill and it's and it's like those are the two ones that are like oh sorry I know more than you
3: uh, that's, that's, that's nice of you to say, but that, that was definitely, I mean, I, 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 want anyone who can make that book better. So I, I mean, my view on, on, on editing is, is like, uh, if you can make it better, do anything you can to do, to make it better. Now don't make it worse, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, I realized my limitations and honestly, uh, one thing that, and, and I've had to learn this over, this has been like 12 years doing this professionally, but that like I I can get too attached to my own words. So it's really important for me to get someone uh, who's like an objective third party to look at it. And that's, that's the value of, of, that's really the value of the editors for me.
2: So I have two questions left. my first one is out of all the things, all the events throughout the NFL year, the calendar year, what is your absolute favorite thing to cover for in terms
3: of the NFL? Uh, Yeah. So my, that's a good question because there's like stuff during the off season that's, that's, that's that's that's, that's fun to cover, but honestly, like Sunday game day is the best. Um, and the reason I say that is because um, you're spending your entire week, uh, like trying—you know—you're spending your entire week reporting on this, trying to become an expert on what's going to happen. You're talking to people about it, um, and during the week everything's kinda like within your control. This is the storyline I'm gonna write this day. This is who I'm gonna talk to that day. There's three hours a week where you have no idea what's gonna happen. And really I'm at the mercy of 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 the game. And honestly like there's during those three hours, there's no advantage really that I have over the people watching the game at home. Um because like we're seeing the same things. Now I I have insight on what's going on with the team. But, but like I'm least valuable to the readers during those three hours. Now after the game when I'm in the locker room and talking to them, there's there's a lot of value. Then you know before the game leading up to it, but uh, during those three hours, um, you know things are dynamic. Everything's changing. Uh, yeah, there's 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 nothing like. And I'll say this: a big game. You know if if, if you're talking right. about like like the, the fourth preseason game. That can be, that. that's, that's not the same, but if you're talking about Eagles, Cowboys, week 16, playing for the NFC East, I mean, that's, that's fun to cover. Oh yeah. You
2: almost get amped up like a player. You put eye black on in the, in the booth and be like, here we go. I definitely do not.
0: A O one across the eye black. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no, we don't do that either. Listen to AC DC on the drive in, getting ready to break this story, be jacked about it. Yeah, Although yeah. I do love it. I mean, like it's, it's kind of cool. Like, it's cool. Cause we don't get to talk to beat writers this way a lot. So it's kind of fun to get the insight. And then I don't know if Kyle has any more like covering stories. I have one more draft question that. That's all I got left. Um, no, go ahead. Yeah. So my last draft question is, do you think, I know you said they're going to take multiple, you think they're going to take multiple wide receivers. Mm-hmm. If they take a wide receiver in the first round, do you think it's how plausible is it that they would take another one right away in the second round?
3: I certainly think it's possible, but I th- I think it's more likely that they're coming back round three, round four for it, and then doubling up one two. But I-, I certainly wouldn't rule it out if the value's there. Is there a wide receiver
2: that's a later that's projected later round that you really like? Uh, I like Tyler Johnson from Minnesota. I think he's okay. good. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Mine was Quiz Watkins. <laughs> I like him from uh, Southern yeah. Miss. Southern Miss. Yeah.
0: Is is there anyone you were big on, you know, back in the day covering this, even in the last year that you know, like we'll give you examples of ours, but anyone that you were big on that like didn't work out? Like mine was Reggie Brown. I was mine a huge was Brown guy.
3: Yeah,
2: mine was Josh Huff. I thought Josh Huff was going to be the second coming of the greatest player of all time.
3: Um, yeah. So uh, I thought David Terrell when to go back when he was coming out of Michigan. I um now that was before I was I was I was covering this. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I mean I've I've definitely had I've definitely had my share of of misses. Um I thought I thought Jordan Matthews was mm-hmm. was gonna be a really consistent. And, and frankly you look at his first two years with the Eagles. I mean he was a really consistent player. Injury started affecting him in, in, in year three. Um but that would be one I, I would say. Um and then uh let me think. It's that's, that's a good question. Um
0: do you ever look back on any mock drafts and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking at that time? <laughs>
3: no, you know, I, uh, nah, cause I, 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 know what the mock draft is going into it, really. Um, sure. yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I have very low expectations when I, I, I have very low expectations when I do the mock drafts. Um, I thought Deion Jordan coming out of Oregon, I, I thought Deion Jordan was going to be a good player. And I remember, um, when the Eagles had the fourth pick that year, they took Lane Johnson, Deon mm-hmm. three. Frankly, I think if Deon fell to number four, they would have taken him. Oh, um, thank God that didn't happen. I, 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 mean, it up. I, th- I thought Deion Jordan was going to be a really good player, um, and uh, I was I was obviously uh, I, was, I was I was wrong about that. one. I don't think you're wrong. I think, I think a lot of people uh, are wrong about that one.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of off the field stuff that I think kind of played into that. It sure. was kind of like, okay, he never really sure. met his full cool potential. Sure. What's What's the chance this time next year? We're looking at Ertz not being on the Eagles. Uh,
3: I I think Ertz is going. I think Ertz is going to stick around. Yeah, I mean, I think Ertz, I think Ertz is going to get a new deal, and I think he'll be around. Yep.
2: Okay. Back to your Jordan Matthews point. Uh, what week this year should I expect him to be signed as a free agent?
3: <laughs> I think that shit for sales. I mean, oh. I think free. I think free. <laughs> yeah, I think I think. But uh, but I'll I'll tell you what the Eagles can do uh, can do much worse than Jordan Matthews in I terms agree. of the first two years that he had.
2: I think that's everything I wanted to ask. Yeah, I that was great. I Thank yeah. you very much, Zach. That
0: was a lot uh, of fun. I really appreciate you. Uh, yeah. Go check out Zach covering the Eagles for The Athletic. Go buy the book. Yeah, right? buy the I book. Find, I want it to be a New York Times bestseller by the time this releases on okay. Tuesday. Yeah, Zach, I, I will. Yeah,
3: that'd be I, I I don't know about New York Times bestseller, but uh, okay. also, if you go to athletic.com and you don't subscribe yet, click on any one of my articles. And subscribe there. You can either get a 90-day free trial or or they offer uh, promotions in, in, in terms of percentages off. And I'm, I'm not quite sure what that number is today, um, but check that out. But the 90-day free trial gives you a risk-free look at it. And you can sign up on any one of my articles. And I'm very confident that you'll be happy in your product. Company in guy. Yeah, what
0: yeah. a he's guy. A company guy. He's, he's the greatest company guy I've ever, yeah. ever had on this show. I also Don't promise talk. I will... I will
2: tweet you a picture of me holding your book this week once it comes. I appreciate um, it. So you
3: have that look, to look forward to Yeah, this look forward to that. I, p- I appreciate that, guys. All right. Go I, to the athletic. I, I, I got to take care of. So uh, yeah. I appreciate you having me on. All right? All right. Talk all right, to you. you, nice, oh, Thank you. All
0: right. That was Zach Berman from The Athletic. Right now we're going to get into Jason's life advice. All right, Jason. All right. Anyone, actually, anyone who doesn't know this segment—if you're still, you know, a new listener, whatnot—obviously, um, me and Gary, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, got life all figured out. Jason, twenty-one, just recently turned twenty-one. She's looking for uh, looking for some life advice from some guys that got it all figured out. So, what do we got to that this week? So, I think after my last week's
1: performance, I gave much better, asked much better life advice. And I keep asking myself, what am I going to do after quarantine? Because, you know, I'm going to be 21 and we might not be out of here till June. So I won't have my first drink at a bar for a long time. But we've already covered the bar part. My next question is well, what do you do at a bar? Well, you pick up chicks. <laughs> and as someone who is Gary, married, and Kyle has a girlfriend,
3: mm.
1: congratulations to both of you. Thank you. As someone who is 21 and single, I, you guys clearly have experience, in pick. So I need to know a pickup line. Bet your best, your move, your go-to move, or in a situational picking up at the bar.
2: Yeah, I asked my wife to prom.
0: <laughs> Here we are, years later, married. <laughs> So have you have you identified somebody from when you were 17 or might be 17 now and you're just waiting for them to be 18? Have you done that? If you ask her to prom, you usually
2: like, let me tell you right now, I've only taken one girl to prom. I've also slept with that one girl. So it's like I'm one for one So name me a better pickup line.
1: That's 100 percent. That's
2: yeah, that's right. Let me tell you something. I this is my doomsday scenario. If I if my wife died in fire a car car crash or most likely she'll divorce me at some point. I don't know <laughs> what I'm gonna do. I'll probably just Me and my buddy always talked about if if it all goes to shit, we're just gonna marry each other for the tax benefit. That's it's crazy. gonna be my that's my life play that's my life plan. <laughs> so that it's it's a great question, PJ. I got no answers for you. Alright, I'm gonna tell you what you do. You sit
0: Wait, Kyle's a bartender, so he might yeah, have yeah. A-
2: yeah, what, what are what are some things
1: you hear in the bartending scene?
0: So the bar the bar that I work at is not like one that you you pick up chicks at. It's sports bar. A it's second, like okay. oh, you can pick up chicks anywhere. That's, that's
2: yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right. You can pick like... up chicks anywhere. You know what's weird though, PJ, and the movies ruin this for people. When you buy a girl a drink, that girl automatically thinks you're you're a fucking creep. And it's just the yeah. truth. They're like. like they're like, what'd you put in this? Be like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, do I look like a drug guy? It's okay. Stereotypes,
0: you know, that's what, the, you know, God gives his toughest battles to his toughest warriors. So, you know, you has got to navigate around there. Have you know you what seen... you do? Uh-huh. You, sit, you sit in a group of your friends and you just, you you just, you, you spot someone, you look at them. Maybe they look at you back. And then for three hours, you you look at them, and then they look at you back, and you just don't have the nuts to go over and say anything to them. But you're like, damn, she wanted it. but Yeah, dude, that girl totally wanted me at the bar, me. but didn't happen. I'm going to look her up on Instagram. <laughs> you do that. You know what? Everyone's going to be like – everyone's going to want to – everyone thinking or or listening to this right now is going to be like, well, dude, this is what you do. And it's like, well, 90% of the time, you just like look at somebody, and you're like, nah, I don't really feel like going over. I'd rather just get drunk by buddies.
2: Yeah, that's the truth. Let them come to you. You a right. clubbing
1: guy? You a clubbing guy? Me? Clubbing yeah. guy? Mm, I'm not. I don't think I've been to a club yet. You know, have 21?
0: you seen? You seen Enter Twenty One to Drink?
1: Ah, uh, like Onyx. Not like Onyx or Roxy? Nah, i have not been then is. All you
2: need is a squirrel. You beat that Onyx. Also, um, you gotta really think about it too. Have you seen Super Bad?
1: I have, but not to like where I can like you know recollect. Uh, everything okay, out. well, at one point you're talking about McLovin.
2: Well, at one point, they're sitting at the bar, and they're like, you don't want to meet a girl at a bar. You just don't want to. Pumpkin patch. Given the time of year, that's a good place to meet a girl. You know what a great place to meet a girl is, Chase?
0: Where? School. You got it easy. It's dating apps. Yeah. Don't, you know what? Work smart, not hard.
2: Now, we proposed this to somebody else once. Can we just run a, a dating app for you? Like, can we just... Just try and hook up dates for you.
0: Like, uh, I, I guess nowadays,
2: Hinge is Hinge the thing,
1: there's or is it like, Bumble? It's like is Bumble there's a thing? like hundred things. There's there's a hundred things.
2: What's your favorite? What's the
0: hot one?
1: Is there? Uh, oh, like Tinder's the most popular.
0: Wait, no,
2: nah,
1: no fucking way. Tinder's the most popular. I think so.
0: Tinder's with like, wasn't there a bunch of Russian bots on Tinder?
1: I didn't know that. That'd be news to me if I've been running the Russian bots.
2: See, PJ thinks oh. he's been killing it lately and they're all Russian bots. I just fucked you up, didn't I? I'm sorry. Self-confidence um, is shot. Every,
0: maybe, maybe it's an age thing because everyone like that's my age or a single are single like, or on Hinge.
2: What's the one where you're like, actually trying to get married? Is that like
0: Match.com? Or uh, Ashley fish? Madison. Ashley Madison? Ashley Madison if you want to cheat on your spouse. Yeah. Oh. That's a big what, one. So, Gary, you
2: spell that for me. Yeah.
0: Thank you. All right. In
1: 2014, quarter three this is the best image I could find. I know. Is this <laughs> this Bloomberg? Is. If it is, I don't know if I trust. Oh, it. yeah. I found top dating apps worldwide. Quarter one, 2019. So it's, okay. it's fairly That's racist. Nice. So over overall downloads is Tinder. Then Badoo, then Tantan, Kipo, okay. Meet Me, Happen, Lovo, Bumble, Jamu, P.O.F. Jamu. I've heard of Happen.
0: I've not heard of half of those. I'm surprised Grinder wasn't on there. I'm surprised uh, you guys didn't know what
2: Bumble is, even though the is so good. It's on the, you know, I know it's on the Bumble. chest. Bumble's a chick there. thing though.
0: No, the girls say the girls the girls uh they have to respond first. Do you guys ever um you guys ever do Bumble BFF? No. No. Uh, we can like find like a a friend on Bumble. That's for the really uh, lonely people. Oh, okay. to Kyle. And you can network on there. So Ooh
2: looking for a new job. You can start looking for chicks on LinkedIn, try and land a hot chick. That's true.
0: You want to know what her, her career aspirations are. Yeah. Start going I on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Be like, mm, sorry, you graduated. You really don't need a LinkedIn. LinkedIn's overblown. Yeah.
2: You think so? Yeah. Fucking LinkedIn's like basically Facebook at this point, where it's just a bunch of old white guys being like, oh, I made my profits double this quarter by taking these fiber pills or something like that. Some shit. Yeah.
0: And it's all it's like just a bunch of people. So people you, contacting you, being like, "Hey, I run a business for uh, people that need some passive income. You need any passive income? It's like, yeah. why well, don't get in your marketing, your 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 middle marketing scheme or your pyramid scheme? So, uh, I'm okay with this one, Jeff. I've gotten, like,
2: also, oh, also, I have a quick, I have a quick question for you. This is going to come off life that not really life advice. Can we just get PJ involved in a pyramid scheme and we'll put up the money and see if we can become rich? Sure, let's do it. PJ, am I
1: gonna have to, am gonna have to like am I involved with the
2: mob?
0: Um, what scheme is? You never had like Vima?
2: It's an upsize down funnel scheme. First of all, like oh, I know uh, what a pyramid
1: scheme is. Scheme is, but you know the mob could be involved possibly. Is you're um, in the wrong pyramid uh, scheme. I'm in
2: the mob. Who is Vima still big? Pete? Is V is that the was that the energy drink? Yeah. It was called Verve though. I thought. Uh, it was Vima Vima,
0: and then Verve was a one too. There was two. Verve of them.
2: was wait so is quick verb story we had my that was my sophomore year of college that was big we had a buddy come back he's like yeah guys you'll never understand what i just did like i think i'm gonna make a ton of money i just bought in this energy drink company called verb and we're sitting there and he, he, he goes through the whole spiel and i just go so you're in a pyramid scheme he goes what <laughs> and We 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 was like literally out of a move we had to explain what happened and he's like no no, no i just gotta get I was, like, I was like are you gonna go sell your your verb he goes no like you Give it out as trials to get people to sign up to talk about it. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're in a pyramid scheme.
0: Yeah, that's um, the, the pyramid scheme people are are a different breed. But yeah, also if you if you if you want to be rich and you really want
2: to sell your soul, if you put all your heart and effort into a pyramid scheme, you can make some money. But yeah. goddamn,
0: you an awful person. I went what to, if. I went to a pyramid scheme seminar one time. I got duped into it. I thought it was like like a sales thing when I was coming out of school. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Like how many timeshares do you own, Kyle? They singled me out and were like, "Kyle," because I guess I was—I guess they knew I was like the guest invited by somebody. They're uh, like, "Kyle, you want to be rich, don't you?" And they just like—they just like tell you how rich you're going to be. The guys, oh yeah, right. there's
2: a, there's a great episode of uh, Always Sunny
0: in Philadelphia about pyramid schemes. Yeah, I mean they're they're uh, the guys wearing like a suit that you think like, oh my god, he probably these, yeah. yeah. but no, he just spent all his life savings on a yeah. Gucci suit, and it's like oh, I want to be just like this guy. And it's like, uh, he's like barely making rent. You'd be and like the
2: guy, you'd be like Will Smith in Pursuit of Happiness, just stuck with these stupid machines you can't sell. Yeah. That's uh, it's a great movie. Yeah.
1: When's instead of me getting involved in Pyramid
2: Scheme? I just think it would ideal. be great content. We
1: spread a rumor that someone is starting a pyramid scheme. Hold on. Why don't we just
2: start a pyramid scheme? Because then we're Cause already we, at the top and we get a billion dollars. So if we get I caught. I don't think it's illegal. I think it's just immoral.
1: I mean, I'll look uh, – well, nothing that quick Google search can't do.
2: There's a ton of pyramid schemes out there that are still going on. Example one, in fields. Every girl has had the call being like, oh, do you want to buy some facial software program shit from me? Or, yeah, it says, okay. Pyramid schemes are unsustainable and often illegal. Often illegal. We often. just won't – wait, we don't have to worry about being sustainable. I just got to make my six to seven mil and get out.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm okay with sixty seven mil. I mean, okay. Six seven mil. There's definitely some
1: online class that you could like how to properly build a perfect pyramid scheme. Ooh, that's
0: what we could do. We could hold a yeah. zoom we could hold a zoom class on a pyramid scheme and we just record something and like Jason takes his, his picture like right now. So it looks like he's he's leading it, but it's just a video recording the whole time. We charge like fifty a person mm-hmm. and we just do like ten of them a week. How to beat a pyramid scheme?
2: We just come up with our own thing, like Tony Robbins. It.
0: Ooh, yeah. And we just take like that that dude who's like really inspirational, John, it's really neat. Who's the, who's the guy that's like a, a weightlifter who's like really inspirational? He's like, I need you to want to make money as much as you can breathe. This is Tony Robbins. I'm pretty sure it's Tony Robbins. No, it's not. Tony Robbins is white. This guy's black.
2: Um, uh, Arsenio Hall. Yes, Arsenio. Hall. <laughs> that was Bro, a nailed
0: it. Wow, that was a guess. Wasn't? Uh, it's not Arsenio Hall. Uh-huh. Um. And then we just need that guy. We need that guy to run it. So, But we'll superimpose Jason's face over, over this guy's voice. I don't know what that. is. I'm going to charge Here, 50 a pop. Here's another business plan I had. I always wanted to
2: buy a foreclosed house and just throw bangers. It's called Party House. And then just Cam- get out of it. The- Isn't that a movie? I don't know. Is it? Camden, like New Jersey. Air. They got a lot of them. Uh, you don't want to do it in Camden. You're going to have like murder house then because a lot of people can get shot.
0: I'm, I'm, buying, I'm buying property in, in Camden as an investment. Do that. The guys are losing investment. I mean, houses are going for like $4 over there. <laughs> There's a reason why. They don't have front doors. <laughs> well, it's called an investment. You have to let it long-term grow. Uh,
2: oh, for all the all, long-time listeners, yes, I finally did put a back door on my
0: house. If if someone reaches if out someone to you,
2: remembers that
0: I'm just, so happy for you because I didn't even remember that and I've been with you from the start.
2: It looks really good. It's a sliding glass door. It has the blinds between the glass. Looks really good. That's good.
0: Yeah, thank you. No big I, deal. I feel like we didn't answer this sufficiently enough.
2: No yeah, I think I, it had a good conversation.
0: conversation. Listen, everybody I'll tell you right now, everybody's gonna be horny after the pandemic, okay? Yeah. So shoot your shot. All right. Well that's the podcast. Bill birds Go birds! (laughs)